Speak Easy Studios. Speak and be heard. Have you ever walked into a house or building and wonder how it was designed? Or look at your own home and wonder how you can improve it? My name is Kathleen Garrido with KG Interior Design. This podcast is for experienced designers, those new to the industry, and people that just want to improve their own homes. We will discuss tips and insights for all of your design needs. Hi, I'm Kathleen Garrido, and we have a new podcast today talking about how do I start designing my home? And I have a great email that was sent over to us by Sherry. And Sherry, thank you for sending that over. And I'd like to read it to you because this is a very common question that everybody has, not knowing where to start. So Sherry has asked, I have been an avid follower of your work and have always admired your expertise in interior design. I recently bought a brand new house and find myself in a bit of a bind. Where I have seen you transform numerous spaces, I am unsure of where to even begin when it comes to designing my own home. To give you a better understanding, our family consists of my husband, our three children from ages five to 10, and myself. Family time is extremely important to us and we love cooking and sharing meals together at home. Considering these factors, I want to reach out and ask for guidance in this new house, where should I start from a design perspective? What are some key considerations or tips that would help me create a comfortable and functional space that caters to our family's needs. I greatly appreciate any advice you can provide. Thank you in advance for your time and expertise. And I think it's such a great question that Sherry had asked because so many people don't know where to start. There's so much to do. And you really want to start with any of the remodeling pieces that need to get done. So Sherry, if your kitchen isn't functional for you and your family, and that's where the hearth of everything starts, that's where you enjoy cooking and maybe looking at the kids' ages, maybe that's where they're going to do homework around there while you're starting to cook. So I would really take a look at the kitchen. If you're thinking that you might have to remodel it, I would make sure you have a nice size island for the five of you. Uh, so therefore, the kids can do homework while you're starting to cook. And if you're all cooking, you can all use the island as a workstation. So I would really make sure that the hearth or anything that you're going to do first in the house really starts from where you all enjoy your time, which I would say would be the kitchen. One of the most important things that I love to cover is color. You know, I get so many calls with clients saying, you know, I thought I could pick a color or my painter picked a color. He painted the walls and it looks terrible. And what I always say to my clients is please make sure that you pick some nice colors that will complement what you have in the house and then put that on the walls in every room that you're thinking of painting and look at it morning, noon, and night. I could do the same color in five homes and it will look like five different colors. Depending on how old your home is, the drywall might really absorb the color a lot and false out the color. So we have to make sure that we test it. And I always say test it in like a 12 by 12 box on your drywall so that you can see it morning, noon, and night. That's so, so critical. I've had clients put up samples on the wall. And I had this one, it was hysterical, in Laguna Niguel in California. And she took 40 colors and she did a little stroke next to each one. And she called me and she said, I'm really confused. I don't know how to pick out the color. Well, there were a couple of issues there. First of all, she had like 40 to 44 colors. That's number one. Only pick your top one, two, or three. 
And never put colors next to each other when you're sampling them because your darker color might false out your lighter and your lighter might false out your darker, which means the true value of that color is not going to look great. So you really have to make sure you take the colors and you put them in different areas of the wall. That's so important. You don't necessarily have to do the same color in every single room. I love when you can take the primary bedroom and add a different color that maybe doesn't even go with the rest of your house, but you just want it to look like that hotel that you visited in Florence. And it just reminds you of Florence and it makes you feel relaxed and peaceful. You know, you could always do a different color in each space. And I know for like the children or teenagers or young youths, you know, they like different colors. They like more of the hipper colors and you can do different colors in each space. But again, I would make sure you test them out because you want to make sure you have the right color before you spend all that money on paint and having somebody put the paint up on the walls. Another thing I've been doing a lot of instead of paint colors is wallpaper. It's in, it's not gone. There's some beautiful wallpapers. I just got done installing an LED wallpaper, which is a little bit over the top, but absolutely stunning and beautiful. There are textures in wallpaper where it might look like some linen or it might look like a fabric. There's some bold prints out there that are really cool. We just got done doing a room with giant peonies that were nine feet tall. They look gorgeous. Stay tuned to that because we're going to have that filmed in, a, in about a month or so. And I just think wallpaper, you don't have to wallpaper all four walls. You can just wallpaper an accent wall instead of doing an accent color. I recommend that. Or another thing is doing murals. So if your favorite place is San Francisco or New York City, you can have a company blow that up and put it on a back wall, which really makes it interesting and inviting, especially for a lot of us like myself who do a lot of Zoom calls and do a lot of home office calls. It's a nice little backdrop when you're on your calls. It's interesting versus uh, trying to do the palm tree behind your back and all of a sudden half your head disappears. It's kind of nice just to do some kind of mural. Also with color, and wallpaper, you can do it what I call on the fifth wall. The fifth wall is your ceiling. So you could do a lighter version of what you're going to do on the walls. You can do a darker version. You can do wallpaper. If you have tray ceilings, you can do wallpaper in there, which adds a little bit of interest. And I kind of think it's fun. So there's so many options out there, but paint necessarily isn't you know, just the only alternative you have for your walls. I think wallpaper right now is fun and there's a lot of cost-effective wallpapers out there that can really transform a space. So going back to the email that was sent to us, I also would recommend when you're picking out your paint color, especially with young children, do a low sheen so it's easy to wipe off. I know children that are even teenagers they're always touching the walls, doing stuff. They might marker it up. They might do chalk on it, whatever they end up doing. But if you do a nice low sheen or kind of like a semi-gloss maybe, um, but I would do a low sheen, it just would wipe off very well on the walls so that your paint, the integrity of your paint still looks great. Sherry, I want to thank you for your question. It was a great one. It's a common question that clients always ask. And whether you have a new home, an existing home, things that you were thinking about doing, that's going to be covered in our next few podcasts. I want to thank all of you for being on our podcast. I look forward to the next one. Again, if you can share any feedback with us or maybe things that you want to hear, that would be great. Until next time, have a great day.